Hi, and welcome to Beer with Jesus. This is Denise and Rob. Well, I guess we need to always announce this at the beginning of each podcast that we're not sponsored by anybody. And tonight, I don't know what Denise, she's probably drinking coffee. She's been on a coffee kick lately. But I'm, uh, I poured, just poured a beer called Radio Vision from Warped Wing. It's not too hateful. So tonight we're going to dive in. This might be a two-part series. We might have to cut it off because there's just so much. You barely, and we're barely scratching the surface on this, but we're going to be talking about prayer. And, and I'd like to start out in the book of Matthew. Again, I'm reading from the NIV. And we're going to be at, start out at Matthew 6, 5 through 15. Jesus teaches about prayer. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room. Close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard just because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. This then is how you should pray. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. What do you think, Nisi? Um, I'll go ahead. Well, I had a, I got, I got a few ideas from just that. I mean, when I was reading through, it's like, "Don't be a hypocrite." Stood out to me, and prayer shouldn't be for show or to get some recognition, you know. And prayer also is between you and God. And what I found is God knows what's on your heart. God knows what you need. And be private with him and pour out to him. And personally, I you know, I love to pray alone. You know, I feel like I can just let it all out. All my worries and cares to Jesus. It bathroom's one of my favorite spots to do that. And also think you don't have to have a huge vocabulary to pray. You know, you'll hear preaching on TV or whatever, and they got this fabulous prayer. And it's like, man, I, I don't pray like that. God doesn't care that you, you don't have those big words or that kind of vocabulary. He just wants you to talk to him 
And you don't need to have a rehearsed prayer. I, too many times I've heard, like on podcasts and stuff, like on my Bible studies, the prayer just sounded like they, the person praying, they just rehearsed it and they were just reciting it from their memory. And another thing I've I've noticed is, like on TikTok, I, I see a lot of people praying over TikTok, which is fine, but. What are your intentions on that? I, 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 I've seen like one person in particular I was scrolling through my For You page. She had so much makeup on and got dolled up. What was she, what was her intentions? Was she more worried about getting likes than followers on that app? Or was she being legit? And... Now that that's for a minute there. That kind of just bothered me, just seeing how many people just wanted to get likes and stuff for that. So it has to be sincere. And I also didn't think uh, you should be rep like do a repetitious prayer, like just the same thing over and over. And, and I, the couple things See, I I do that every day. No, I say no, two I'm, separate prayers every single day. I'm talking prayers like the ones examples I had. It's like the prayers you learn as a kid, like grace for grace. God is good. God is great. Thank you for this. I pray the prayer of Jabez every morning as well as the Lord's Prayer every morning. Well, I don't. I mean, I also pray throughout the day other things, but those two are my consistent every day. I just find those are good ways to learn to pray. But it brings the real question is, how do you pray then? And I think verses 9 through 13 of Matthew 6, Jesus gives you the outline on how to pray. And I just wrote these down and I don't, we'll see if Nisi agrees with me on this. But you start off praising your Father in heaven. And that's what I do. I, I, First thing I do is I thank God for things. Things he's done. Things he will do. And just kind of give him praise. And he says, let his will be done. And I think I have to strive better with that. Because I'm more, sometimes more worried about my immediate needs. But you give them a need, and then you ask for forgiveness and and to forgive others, and that and then I see that you ask for protection. That's the kind of an outline that that I see Jesus portrays for us, so we know, so we have an idea how to pray, and it's really changed how I pray. That well, now that I start out thanking God instead of just crying and begging and like I did a long time ago when I was going through some issues with my first marriage and stuff. But. The thing that intrigued me, I mean, yes, the Lord's Prayer taught us how to pray, but I wanted to know how often did Jesus pray? When did he pray? When did he know to pray? And I found in Luke... 
verse 21, when all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. As he was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him uh, in the form of a dove. So prayer connects us with heaven, connects us with God. Uh, Luke 5, 16, Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. So we have to unplug cell phones, unplug computer, unplug TV, so to speak, and plug into heaven. We have to disconnect, go away, be by ourselves. Multiple times a day, Jesus did this. And you got Mark 1, verse 35. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up. He left the house and went to solitary place where he prayed. Matthew 14, 22 and 23. Before he even walked on water, he prayed. In Luke 6, 12, Jesus prayed through the night before he called the 12 disciples. And then Matthew 9, 18, before Peter confessed that Jesus was the Son of God, Jesus was praying. Luke 11, verse 1, before Jesus taught the disciples the Lord's Prayer, he went off and prayed. Luke 22, verse 32, Jesus prayed over Peter's denial that his faith not fail him. Again, in John eleven forty one verse and 42, the prayer, Jesus thanks the Father for hearing him, and Lazarus was no longer dead. The Garden of Gethsemane, right before the crucifixion, Jesus asked the three disciples to go with him and keep watch while he prayed. And this was the most sorrowful prayer that Jesus had. He was carrying the sins of the world on him. He was feeling guilt. He was feeling shame. Everything that we would feel through sin, Jesus was feeling at that moment. And every time he kept going back to the disciples, they were sleeping. They, they were asleep. And sometimes you just got to lose sleep and pray in order to get breakthrough. And Luke 23 verse 24, he's on the cross. And what does Jesus do? He prays, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Mark 15, verse 34. Jesus is sin at that moment on that cross. And sin separates us from God. So he did not even feel the presence of his Father. So in that verse, he cries out, Why have you forsaken me? In Luke 23, verse 46. Before he declares his last breath, he says, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. Jesus prayed nonstop. Peter, or Apostle Paul says in 1 Thessalonians five sixteen and 17, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this day, the, this, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Sorry, messed that up. Okay, Rob, take over. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I, I I was from what I gathered, this listen to her, and I, I really the one that stuck out besides you know Jesus down on the cross, it, and but it was constant prayer, constant prayer, and 
and in Matthew 26, when in this verse is 36 45, it was that, that talking about the when the Peter fell asleep and all that stuff. What I got from that is Jesus wants us to continue to pray and not fall asleep because your best defense against Satan is to pray and and to me how do I pray continually I don't have a scripted prayer you know of a breakdown of what I'm praying for this day this day this day or who I'm going to pray for but to me prayer isn't always you know bow head and everything I could be driving on my route and something happened and I go thank you Jesus just an acknowledgement to Jesus you just sometimes I'll just be driving on my mail route and just talking to Jesus like I'd be talking to Nisi just having a conversation I and know there, when and I there's turn, time when I turn on a road to deliver mail I, I deliver in a subdivision. When I turn on that road and I don't see one car parked on that street that I have to zigzag around and I can just go straight shot, deliver mail, I, I thank Jesus the whole way. I, I, I hoot and holler. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> if you get a green light and you don't, like going down the road, there's like six lights in, in our town on Limestone. I don't know. I'm get, putting out a number, but. There's several going down Limestone Street. And if I hit every single green light going down there, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's stuff like that, you know. And but do I you think, pray when that guy pulls out in front of you? Oh, I, I, I pray for repentance because I just <laughs> called him something. No, I pray that he get where he's going because he's obviously in a hurry and keep him safe. I, I had to do that the other day. I was backing up and the guy just flew out of nowhere i didn't see him and i called him an a-hole <laughs> and i said sorry jesus and i said jesus he has a nice car right there i sure hope he doesn't wreck that thing and in jesus name amen and i that's just how i i like i look at continual prayer and you know, I do my normal times of prayer, you know, for myself, but continual prayer to me is just talking and acknowledging Jesus. He wants to hear from you. He, does, he wants you just to talk to him. He doesn't, okay, wants to be your friend. Pages. Oh, I'm sorry. I was getting ready to turn to the next page <laughs> in the Bible, but that's how I always, I've learned to talk to Jesus just as a friend. But another thing I learned was we were sitting out in the garage last summer and I was having issues. It was last summer was rough for me. And I'm a union steward and and we were sitting there and Jesus spoke to Nisi and she says you need to bring your your prayers to Jesus like a grievance. Say this is and use a scripture like, "Hey, 
this is the violation. And I used scripture. I said, Jesus, your word says this. And I, I'll read it. And this is the remedy I want. Lord, this is the problem I'm going through. And this is the remedy. And, and so many times that it's really worked. And, and it's, I get this peace over me. It really has. It's because that's the way we're supposed to do it. We're supposed to re find that scripture, and it it feels like we're reminding God, "Hey, you know, you wrote this, you know, honor this." But what we're doing is reminding ourselves that He's already made that promise. He's already said it. It's already yes and amen. We have to remind ourselves. That's why reading the Word is so important. And that kind of leads me to the next thing I wrote down is for myself when we come to this prayer. And I know we're, this might be a little bit longer than we're used to, but it's important, I think. And Matthew 7, 7 through 12, to me, goes right along with, with how you should pray. And it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, find. And the one who knocks, the door will be open. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will give him a snake? If you, then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything... Do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So, don't be afraid to ask Jesus. He'll answer your prayers according to his will. That's how I feel. If it's according to his will, it'll be answered. You'll get what you want. And that's just how I... And, you know, the answer to whatever you ask for, it could be a yes, it could be a no, and it could be not right now. It's not the right time. and Or soon. Or soon. And soon can be in a long time. So, <laughs> sometimes I pray and I don't even realize it gets answered, and then I after late, later I'm like, oh, you answered that. And it's like... Make sure you thank Jesus for that when you get an answered prayer. He likes to be thanked. I truly believe that. He wants to be acknowledged. And so if there's times I had some oppression going on, and I was like, you know, Jesus, just have mercy on me. And it was like immediate. I mean, that was one of those immediate reliefs. And that... That was one of those, yes, it's getting answered right now. There's times I'm like, it's a no, or it's not right now. So you be patient. You got eternity to be with Jesus. It'll get answered at some point. I don't know how far you want to get into this tonight, Nisi. Well, I don't want to. Um, I, we could go a little longer. It don't, we can. I also have I, another part I have. I might save my last. I have a little bit because 
I received, you know, what Jesus, or Jesus, Nisi calls being baptized in the Holy Spirit last summer. And it's, it, it has totally transformed my way of life and how I pray. I even heard, um, a lot of you guys know who Max Licato is. Is that how you pronounce his name? Mm -hmm. Talk about this, that he can hardly pray without speaking in tongues. Now when I pray, I can hardly pray without speaking in tongues. It just, it starts flowing out of me. And we can address that in another time. I'd like to do a whole podcast on that. And the one last thing I have is in math. It's in the book of Matthew as well. Jesus had me flowing all over the book of Matthew when I was studying for this podcast. And it was Matthew 21, 18 through 22. And it says, early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, they asked. Jesus, Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can do to you can say to the mountain, Go throw yourself in the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. And the Holy Spirit just kind of flowed through me. I'm all, I'm all tingling when I read that. And I love that story just because I think of the disciples watched him talk to a tree. And I would have loved to have been able to talk to the disciples and see what they thought of their teacher of the Gospels talking to a tree and that tree dying. I mean, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, they thought Jesus was crazy anyway. But when you start talking to some trees, yeah, that it kind of seals it. <laughs> then the tree dies. You know, but it boils down to having faith. You know, you got to believe what you're praying for. You know, believe that you're going to receive it. You know, believe that you're going to get that healing. Believe that you're going to be this. Believe that your bills are going to get paid and you don't know how. You don't you don't have the money to pay for it. But he's like, hey, I don't have the money for this, Lord. But, you know, believe that it's going to get paid because he'll take care of your needs. Well, that's what I got tonight. So I far, I think we got it all wrapped up in one. I mean, we can go in more. Depth. I'd like to do another one on prayer that start expanding more. I do want to do spiritual gifts at one some point. There's, there's so much in the Bible. I, and we just scratched the surface on prayer. I'm sure Paul's got a lot to say on it on this matter, but I thought it was important for myself to stick with what Jesus taught. One thing that keep in mind is prayer keeps us connected to heaven, connected to God. And staying connected to God keeps us disconnected with sin and being hurtful to others. So there's no harm in being as close to God as you can. So, I mean, I pray throughout the day, every time you think about it. Um, it works for, for me. 
I'm not saying we go all day long, don't have anger, don't have any problems in our lives, or yeah, I can get stupid thoughts in my head, you know, people making me upset, and start dwelling on that, and I have to quickly correct myself, okay, this is not edifying God, this is, this is not benefiting my soul, thinking about this person who made me mad, so I have to steer it back, and get back in line. But it was weird because I, beginning of this week, talked to a friend that I never thought I would be talking spiritual things with. And shout out to Keith Smith for giving me the, the, this word. But when we fall short, God's grace carries us over. And that really, that spoken word from Keith. Earlier in the week when I was dealing with a, I can't believe this person said this or done that. And he's just like, okay, you got to let that go. You, you kind of fell off here. Get back up. And God's grace will carry you to the other side. So that that helped me this week. Mm. He was the last person I would have ever thought I'd get God advice from. But that shows you how good God is. And, and when you get attacked by Satan, I mean, the crazy thoughts or whatever, or just bad things happen, prayer's your first line of defense against Satan. If you're armor of God, you got prayer. Go to him. Because he truly does care. So. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and close in prayer. And Rob was right. I am drinking coffee. And it's my first time drinking Death Wish coffee. And let me tell you, it's yummy. So, uh, closing prayer for the night. Father, thank you for this day. May your peace be with us throughout this week. Show us moments we can share you with others and give us the courage to share you with others. Thank you for helping us overcome all things through your love in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. And see you next time. Yep.